Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Cadillac Dealers. Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. It is a Monday. We hope you're having a fabulous Monday after a Razorback Open date. Ray Tucker's in Central Arkansas. I'm Rick Schaefer in Northwest Arkansas. Randy, Ray It's now time to talk to Pat Bradley. Presented by Whit Davis Lumber Plus. With four locations in Central Arkansas. Pat is also brought to you by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. With a new branch in Sheridan. Alcoa is now serving Saline, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Ray Tucker on Drive Time Sports. Is brought to you by Guatney Buick GMC. Well, how about that, Ray and Pat Bradley? I'm Rick Schaefer, and uh, Randy will be back with us tomorrow. So, Pat, did you have a pleasant weekend? Sure, it was. It was. Um, it was good. Got a chance to to watch the Hogs Hoop team, and uh, they looked they looked very well. They looked good. Yeah. Um, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was a fun weekend. It was beautiful, beautiful weather and. Everything came together. Might be warmer in Boston right now than it is in Arkansas. Yeah. It's about 48 yeah. here. How about up there? Yeah, we had, it was like, I don't know, maybe 80 degrees over the weekend. It was wow. crazy. Goodness. Yeah. Amazing. It's uh, not going to last so long, though. No, not for long. Okay, well, we got uh, some callers here, Pat, because we're going to talk plenty more about Razorback basketball, but let's go to Snake in Pulaski County. Hi, Snake. How's, how's it going? Good. I hate to cut in on the, Mr. Bradley's time, but I wanted to ask Ray about Trojan basketball. Okay. The OVC, there, a, uh, Blue Ribbon has them rated six in the OVC. They say there are walkers on the hot seat this year, but I understand we've done some good recruiting, and they, they've been more forthcoming with players and with publicity. I, I think like they there's been an uptick as far as that's concerned. But what have we got to look forward to, Ray? All right. Uh, I, I think Daryl is in the final year of his contract. Um, he hit the portal real heavy. Only has three players back from last year's team. Uh, um, very much like what Muss has age-wise. He's got, he's got some grown men playing for him now. Uh, they played an exhibition game against Arkansas Baptist the other night. Uh, I, I thought they did an excellent job. They defended really hard. They play hard with a lot of energy. Uh, they will push it up and down the floor in a hurry. That's the way Darrell wants to play. Uh, I, I, OBC, thank you for picking them six. Uh, if Mitchell becomes eligible, which hopefully they'll find out here in the next six or seven days, uh, if he's eligible, look out for Little Rock. They're going to be pretty salty. What uh, what kind of guard play do we have, right? We got good guard play. We got guys who can score. We got guys who can play downhill. Good. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to this season. I got my season ticket, but uh, for it's you. time for us to have a good season. All right, come by and say hello, okay? Okay. All right, right. Thanks, Snake. All right, Snake. Thanks for calling. And by the way, if you're calling about any basketball team, Pat Bradley's okay with it. He talks about a lot of teams besides the Razorbacks, so don't feel bad about. Uh, <laughs> In his turn, his time. Okay, here is uh, Rick, and he does have a question for Pat Bradley. Hi, Rick. Hey, uh, I've always wanted to talk to Pat Bradley because his nickname's the Shooter. Yeah. From where you up there? Yeah. Hey, now, you, you know how I he spells know. it, though. Hey, hey, Rick. You know how Pat spells it? S H O T U H. That's how yeah, he spells it. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to learn that language. <laughs> hey. But, uh, yes, sir. How do you think Pat, personal question, would do against U.S. Reed and Al Dillon? 
You mean in yes. shooting, like playing yes. horse no, or shooting contest? You mean in a, in a shooting <laughs> contest? I can tell you who'd win that, but go ahead, Pat. What do you think? <laughs> well, you know, I've been asked quite a bit about this. And if you're talking about I know what I'm doing, Yeah, you, U.S. Reed, obviously, Marvin Delft, um, Al Dillard, Scotty Thurman, Rodney Clark has to be mentioned in that yes. as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, and I don't know, I don't know. Maybe if I am forgetting somebody, I apologize. I know Blake Edens is probably out there saying, what about me? <laughs> no, but, and, but, and look, what about US, you, hey, and look, U.S. Reed was a terrific player. He he was not a shooter in that category, so forget no. U.S. Reed, but, uh, oh, okay. Martin, but, he but, but the you can throw the others shot. out there. Al Dillard, when Martin Delph. Yeah. great. Okay. Well, how about how about the other ones yeah. that Pat? So what do you think, Pat? You've been asked a hundred times, maybe a thousand Al times. Dillard. What do you think? Can they ask you that? Well, yeah, Al, well, Al, you know, Al was was one of the first to shoot it from what five, six, seven, eight, ten feet behind the three point line. I mean, up. you know, it's hard to, to say that I wouldn't always bet on myself, but if you ask any one of those guys, they're going to give you that. They get to give you the answer themselves too. Um, so you're saying you were the best in the bunch? And Ray, how how can I not? Although you know it's tough to it's tough when you, you hey. look at Scotty Thurman and but, uh, the, the shot. Oh, Ray, he, uh, he loves it, man. And uh, uh, I love raising back basketball. Yeah, hi Rick. Okay. Well, we appreciate right. Thanks you. Question. Thanks, Ray. Hi right, Rick. Thanks for calling. Now, here's what I would say as someone that's seen all those guys play. I would say um, the best pure shooter in Razorback history is Marvin Delph. If you're talking, if you're talking about pure shot, and if they'd have had a three-point field mm-hmm. goal, Pat would have been chasing his record because uh, he 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 had amazing range. He had Al Dillard range, but but Eddie Sutton wouldn't let him shoot that far out. But if he did, he had that kind of range. Al Dillard, you'd never say was as consistent as any of the others, or else he'd have been a starter. But uh, for distance, for long distance, if you're playing horse and you got to make three out of ten. I'd say Al Dillard from you know that kind of distance, but if you're saying 50 percent or better, no. Um, Scotty Thurman, who Pat mentioned, was an excellent shooter, not as good, not as pure shooter as Delph or, or Bradley, but the most clutch shooter in Razorback history. He won, he hit seven game-winning shots in the last one minute of games or in overtime, and here's the key: he never missed. He never missed one yeah. game-winning shot. Michael Jordan can't even say that. He never missed. So, and, and then well, Rodney, I think Clark, you, Rodney Clark, yeah, I think Rodney, if, yeah, if, yeah. If, if Pat and Rodney would have would have been out there shooting, I think that would have been a heck of a contest. Because I know Rodney Clark was one of those guys, as soon as the game's over, he's out shooting some more. And he's probably up first thing in the morning shooting some more. So I don't know, Pat, I don't know if you did that. But uh, I think Rodney Clark, I think, did took more practice shots than any human ever at Arkansas. I'll, t- I'll tell you this. If he is listening, if Marvin's listening on the radio right now, his head's too big to get in. He can't no, get in. that's the other he thing about the car. He, he is among the most humble human beings you will ever meet because he knows it's all about Jesus. That he, he is the most humble guy who had great ability. And, you know, it's funny because back then used to sports information office used to write stories about those guys because newspapers weren't there all the time. And so I remember writing a story interviewing Marvin Delph. He had just become Arkansas's career-leading scorer. And I said, what does that mean to you? He says, not much. Sydney's going to break it next year. And he was right. He did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm no Marvin Fabern. I'm I'm just gigging at him, Rick. Oh, my gosh. He's uh, a great But I'll tell you what, out of all those shooters, I'd I'd pick Marvin as the best first shooter. Me too. Sorry, Pat. To go back to what you said about about Scotty Thurman, you know, in – the ability to be able to make a game-winning shot, last-second shot, is yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. But when you start to think about how difficult it is, especially, you know, obviously Colas is on the team and there was a lot of offensive of weapons, but to, to the ability to be able to get open when you need to get open, and the ability to get off a shot when you need to get off a shot. Like, how many times do we see at the end of game situations where 
you know, the defense is ramped up and guys just don't get, they don't even get off a good shot. No, 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 never mind making it. So I think that was one of the uh, other true talents for Scotty and other guys is when you know you've got to get open to be able to do that, create separation or, or whatever it is or get to your spot. And I've said it many times, that's what, that's what to me is amazing about Steph Curry is not that he oh makes all those shots. Yeah. It's his ability yeah. to, to, to take them, to, to get open enough. Because um, believe me, you know, I prided myself, you, you know, I didn't have as much um, escapability, if you will, than, than others had. Um, but, you know, I, if, if I had that, I'm sure, you know, it's a, it's a game changer in the game of basketball. And that's why you see the big kids, everybody makes a, you know, making a big deal about in the NBA, the, um, the rookie kid, Victor yeah. Wemby, Wembyana. Um, you know, it's just, you can't, he can get a shot off anytime he wants because he's well, sure. seven foot four. Who's you know what I mean? It. It's not like, it's not like you're six two and you're getting smothered by a six eight guy. Yeah. Um, and that's what I always respected about those guys. You know, Rick, to your point where, yes, he made them, but the ability to put yourself in that position should be um, respected as well. Yeah, and you think about even the game-winning shot against Duke of the seven, that's the most famous because it won the national championship. There was a hand in his face. That ball was almost blocked. He barely got it over the defender, and, uh, and, and it was a heck of a shot. Okay, we've got yeah. Stephen Magnolia. Steve, thanks for calling. Hello, gentlemen. Hi, Steve. Hey, Ray. Yes, sir. The SAU won this week. All right. They uh, didn't. They didn't have the, as they say, the Harding hangover like a lot of teams suffer. <laughs> <laughs> and if they went out and uh, get to the, one of the bowl games and win ten games, this would be the first time since Rip Powell was the coach that uh, they will win ten games. Oh, and you know yeah. that's going back a long, long way, right? That's going long back time. to. Wow. And of course, uh, uh, they uh, named the field a Rip Powell Field at uh, uh, Mill Rider Stadium, I think it is, or Wilkins Stadium, I believe. Very nice. Well, good. But, you but, know, uh, I listened to the overtime game after the uh, SAU game, and it sounds like that uh, the, the March kid from Houston... And the other three players, we've got some shooters that can make some shots. But it sounds like the defense is going to be much improved than what it has been the last couple of years. Looks that way. But, like I say, that was preseason. That was not, I mean, that's a good judge game to uh, judge your team by how you look. But let's wait till we get in conference play before we really see how we're going to look. Well, of course. Well, there's some pretty big non-conference yeah. games coming up, too. Well, I know we got Duke. The first game, they should beat Alcorn State by at least 40. They'll, they'll beat Alcorn State, okay. You're right. But, uh, <laughs> And hopefully, the offense is going to be much better with the new offensive coordinator. <laughs> we'll find out. I really like I, I like the I'm new not, I'm, not, hey, I, I'm not going to say it can't be worse because as soon as you say something like that, it could yeah. be. But I, I, I'd say it should be better, yes. But after I, I got to watch Auburn and Mississippi State, and what I've seen Auburn, I'm like, our defense should be able to control their offense. Well, let's hope so. But they certainly made Mississippi State. They beat them handily, and after Mississippi State beat Arkansas. And I know you can't compare scores, but that made the Arkansas loss to Mississippi State feel even worse. But like I say, I'm ready to see some improvement in the football program. It's well, gotten hope. better the last couple of years, uh, three years. Yeah. Yep, but I, I want to see it get even that much better. 
because there's no reason why this team didn't win eight games. That's Trey Biddy's point. And, I mean, I, I, th- I thought they was going to win that game. When I seen the schedule, I'm like, okay. But the one game that we go back to is the BYU game. Yeah, if you had BYU and Mississippi State back, Arkansas would be 4-4, four and four, and you wouldn't be talking about worrying about the coach. But, uh, anyway, guys, that's all I have today. All right, Steve, thanks for calling. Okay, Pat, he made some points about the basketball team. You watched the game. Why don't you just kind of give us your overall thoughts about what you thought of Arkansas? Well, I was extremely impressed with the, the defensively, especially on the perimeter. I mean, they, he's got Coach Moss has the length again. Um, you know, go back to a couple of years where I think he made a decision he wanted to get bigger, uh, and and that means bringing in the size of, of those perimeter guys and, you know, Tramon Mark, Battle, you know, those guys are six. Devo Davis is, you know, he's six four, but incredible wingspan. Even L. Ellis is a six three, really good sized guard. So, you know, that jumps out at you. And I think we've kind of gotten accustomed to that. Um, especially last year, we had long, you know, great length on the perimeter defensively. You can do a lot of things. Uh, you know, switching, you don't have to worry about that. You get a lot more rebounders. So, you know, that was one of the first things that stood out to me. Um, obviously, they make eight threes. You know, that's something that we knew. Again, Coach Must said we're going we're gonna to have to go out and, and have major improvement in this uh, side of the um, mm-hmm. and, and shooting the basketball. And the other thing was I, I thought at times, and it's probably just the excitement, 18 turnovers, too many, obviously. We know that. However, if you can offset it with your three-point shooting, eight for 23, you know, you can survive that way. However, I know Coach Musk, and this is an older team, so they should understand how to value the basketball. But I thought at times he was maybe, you know, maybe trying to go too fast. Or, um, But overall, um, <laughs> this is, and this is, it's, the other side of it, too, is that Purdue team, you guys remember, last year they were the number one seed. They lost yeah. the 16 seed. Yeah. So this is a team that, although they were young, you know, their, their, their backcourt is really good, under control, fun team to watch. They're, they're in the conversation for a national championship. So I don't want to, you know, put a target on the Hogs' back, but, uh, you know, obviously, over 19,000, we had a Big time advantage and home court advantage. Although they're they're a team that had played together before, and they've played in environments like that. Talking about Purdue, so you know this is all new to to the Hogs. So to come out with the win, I thought was was extremely impressive. Considering you're playing against a team who has been there before, they've been through um, you know tough environments, um, especially last year where you know when they go on the road, they. Number one team, so everybody's trying to pick them off. So extremely excited, and even even you know the freshman Laden Blocker, we hadn't talked much about him. He comes in, and boy, he is explosive. He is quick. Um, the, 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 you look at the fact that we're going to have him for a couple of seasons. Really, really gets me excited because we we know how valuable having a um, a guard is, and he is explosive, and so he's going to be exciting to to watch. On our Asher Resher, our Asher Wrecker Company <laughs> service company live fan feedback, uh, we did get one person that said, uh, "What about Martin Terry? He could shoot pretty well." And I would say, yes, uh, he has the highest scoring averages in school history, over 26 points a game two years in a row. And uh, his range was really good too. His percentage probably wouldn't be as good as some of the guys we're talking about, but the guy was a scorer and not just a shooter; he was a scorer. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't want to forget him. He was kind of the. Yeah, a lot of people think, well, basketball history didn't start until Eddie Sutton got here. Well, yeah, it did. They went to a couple Final Fours before he got there, but back in the 40s. And Martin Terry was a very mm-hmm. good scorer, but was not the pure shooter. Who uh, did he like, play for? He was. He, he played before Sutton. Before Sutton was uh, Lanny Van Eamon. And so Lanny right, Van Eamon's yeah. teams 
might score 100 and give up 105. So, you know, that, and there was no three-point field goal back then. Yeah, you look wow. at some of their scores, you think, really? <laughs> did did anybody even bother to check somebody after they came off the half-court line, or did everybody just dash okay. down to the basket and score? They they had some crazy scores there. I think I think they lost to Baylor one year, 131 to 109, if you can wow. imagine that. Yeah. And that's, again, there's no three-point field goal. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like a track meet, I guess. And I no, never got the and opportunity no, to meet Martin Terry. And no I wish, defense. Uh, I wish I had. Yeah, yeah no defense. Lived, when I moved to Fayetteville, he lived about three doors down from me. And uh, he had a, he had a little basketball goal in his yard. And we had one in, in ours, and he'd come down and shoot some. Mm. And, you know, any time he wanted to guard you, then for somebody that was as bad as me, it was all over. I, I, I could even get a shot <laughs> yeah. off but, uh, but he was a, he was a really a good guy. Enjoyed visiting with him. Don't know where he is now, but uh, yeah. he he lived in our neighborhood when we moved in. So wow. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Well, okay. I mean, you look at the record books, and yeah, his name is right there, obviously on the top. So yeah, for scoring averages. Yeah, but they but they yeah. never went to never went to a postseason tournament, um, and so he never got a chance to play even in the NIT back then. You know, the NCAA mm-hmm. was only uh, what twenty. Was it even 32 teams back then? I don't think so. I think it was less than that. You had to win the conference championship to, to get into the NCAA. The NIT was a much bigger deal back then because so few teams went to the NCAA. Uh, Pete Maravich didn't play in a postseason tournament till his senior year. He got to play in the NIT. Uh, 13, wow. I think won 20 games. But otherwise, his first two years, they didn't play in a, in a tournament. So Martin Terry never got a chance to play. So he never played enough games to accumulate... Um, the type of points. He had good points, but his scoring averages were amazing. Okay, right. well, our scoring averages are amazing, too, because when you call, we answer. And you can do that at 501-661-1037 if you want to talk to Pat Bradley, Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer. We'll be back with more Drive Time Sports right after this. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Acre and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. It's time for another Corky's Ribs and Barbecue customer review. Corky's, you've got the secret to world peace. It's in your ribs. Every bite is a step closer to global harmony. I propose we have Corky's Barbecue at every negotiation. Corky's Ribs and Barbecue in Little Rock and North Little Rock. Fort Thompson's in Sherwood. Savage. Access to camel rifle with Bushnell banner scope. $399.90. Regularly $469.90. Ruger American Predator. 6.5 Creedmoor on sale for $429.90. Regularly $479.90. Visit FT thompson.com hi folks it's chris zender here at frank fletcher dodge chrysler jeep ram in sherwood it's the end of the month and we need to sell 23 more new vehicles before tuesday night frank has told us to take any reasonable offer and pay over book value for trades so don't worry about how much you owe on your trade if we make a deal we'll pay off your trade no matter how much you owe we have zero percent financing for up to 72 months on new ram 1500s that's right i said zero percent you can't get any lower than zero and you'll save up to ten thousand dollars on all new ram 2500s and up to ten thousand dollars off all new jeep grand cherokees folks we'll do whatever it takes to make you a deal just tell us what you're looking for and how much you want to pay shop fletcher dodge and sherwood for the deal of a lifetime on a new dodge chrysler jeep or ram at fletcher dodge you always get the best price the lowest finance rate and more for your trade we promise you a hassle-free buying experience so come see us and give us a chance to earn your business that's fletcher dodge on warden road and sherwood or shop online at FletcherDeals.com. When you get on a bike, you got to watch out for gravel, potholes, and knucklehead drivers. But after a crash, here's what you got to watch out for. Insurance adjusters. They can be tough on injured bikers. They might try to pin the blame on you or pay you less than you deserve. So if you've been injured, here's what you should do. Call the lawyers who look out for bikers. That's Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash? Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. 
Anywhere in the state, dial 888-888-888. Howie, we talk about how Robert Irwin Jewelers is different. Tell me about the RIJ way. We just listen to our customers. Like what? One day I was at baseball practice and a guy sitting next to me says, I haven't worn my wedding band because I grew out of it and it was going to cost me $200 to resize it. And I started thinking about it and I was like, oh damn, that's something that means a lot to you. So we decided to make free ring sizing for life at Robert Irwin Jewelers. That's R.I.J. way. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Irwin Jewelers or online at rijewelers.com. It's fall. And you know that means schools are back in. Leaves will be changing soon. Oh, and it means football. Friday Night Lights and action-packed weekend. And Chris Crane Hyundai gets you there in style. And with plenty of room to bring all your tailgate gear and crew of super fans. Get America's Best Warranty 10 years, 100,000 miles. And Hyundai Assurance. Right now, get up to $3,000 off new Hyundais this fall at Chris Crane Hyundai on Museum Road in Conway and online at chriscranehyundai.com. Robert Irwin Jewelers has the great opportunity if you are looking to buy diamond engagement rings. For a limited time, you can save up to 40%. That's right. 40% off ready-to-wear diamond engagement rings. On the other hand, they make custom designing your engagement ring risk-free and easy. Have it your way. If you can dream it, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make it. Now, Robert Irwin Jewelers can make your engagement ring from a picture or a drawing making it possible for you to create a ring that is uniquely yours. They've been in business since 1977. Go online at rijewelers.com. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker in Central Arkansas. Pat Bradley's with us. I'm Rick Schaefer. And Pat, I know you couldn't wait to tell us about Whit Davis. Yes. Thank you, Rick. WhitDavis.com is the website. You can shop online. Uh, it's very easy. Plenty of products. Basically, a one-stop shop for anything you need inside the home, outside the home, electrical, even with grills. They've got lawn and garden equipment, uh, lumber, paint, plumbing, tools. You can also visit the locations in Greenbrier, Cabot, Jacksonville, or Sherwood. But check them out online and on Facebook because there's a lot of deals that they will post on Facebook. Um, just go check them out. Very easy website to use, whitdavis.com. All right, Pat, thank you. Razorback fans are very excited because Arkansas beat Purdue. Tennessee over the weekend beat Michigan State at Michigan State. Mm -hmm. Did you get a chance to watch that game, and what did you think of Tennessee? No, that one was in So there was, there was very few um, games. SEC Network Plus, which the Hogs are on, um, yeah. they're televising LSU tonight. Uh, I believe play? I'll have to confirm that. And who do they call? Um, it's their exhibition game. I think it's just a... Not, it's not a big... Not a blockbuster. It's a big charity deal. Right. Yeah. But Tennessee, I couldn't watch that game. I don't know if it was... It was maybe the big, it was on the Big, it was on the big Ten? Ten Network. Yeah, that's what okay. one of our callers said. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so maybe I can go back and watch that. And from what I understand, I don't, I don't think Tennessee had um, their... Well, Santiago Vescovi, which is their one of their team leaders and you know better shooters and just a, a really solid veteran guard, um, and that's you know with Tennessee. I mean, they bring back a back a very uh, seasoned backcourt, and they bring that they, they they've got um, you know Rick Barnes has sort of done a good job of when he gets guys, you know they. They're not maybe sometimes you know he'll get five stars and four stars, but 
you know, like his backcourt now, those are guys that just have been with him for a couple seasons now. And, um, you know, they, they're battling for be the best backcourt in the country, to be honest with you. So they were good. Illinois beat Kansas over the weekend. What, what do you think about these? I know they're playing for charity. That's how they're doing this. But these, I mean, amazing games that don't count yeah. on the schedule, but the, the pairings <laughs> are really good. What do, you, what do you think about playing games like that in October? Well, I, I love it, and I know you know, players really enjoy it. Um, it's interesting, you know, just because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get, you know, sometimes coaches, they give you the, the coach answer. And so you try to read between the lines. And so, you know, Matt Painter talked about after the game how great the environment was. Um, and I think the coaches appreciate being able to play a game like that and not have it count as a loss. Um, so I think I think they they appreciate that. Now, because you look at it and you go, well, well, you know, why not just make it a regular season game? But I, I think coaches more than ever are a little hesitant for some reason to go on the road um, to a Power 5 program, I guess Power 6 in basketball, um, just because it, it you know, you, you know the deck is the, the the deck is stacked against you. I don't know. I was trying to think of some of the games that we played, and believe me, every year if you would ask us, we would want to, you know, play Duke, North Carolina, you name it. Um, but we did go to Louisville one year, and some of the other not big non-conference games were either tournaments or neutral site games. Mm-hmm. So well, that's, that's something well, I would appreciate going to someone else's arena. Well, Arkansas was so good back then, and with Nolan Richardson, few teams would go to Fayetteville to play them. And, right, uh, right. you know, so that that's one of them. And, and you didn't have as many blockbuster non-conference games. But you think, to your point, yeah, their Purdue's coach said, boy, great environment and all that kind of stuff. I don't think after the game they signed up for a home-and-home. Home. I think that you're right. It didn't count, so it didn't bother. It was okay, right? Right, right, right. And... um and I do think, or I hope, that coaches understand the, the the trade-off. Like, it's a big, that was a big deal. You know, the, the money raised for charity, but the excitement. So, you know, thankfully, hopefully, coaches, you know, like Coach Musselman, Coach Painter, all these other coaches understand what, big, what a big deal it is to have a game like that. Um, on your home campus, uh, especially non-conference, because um, you know how it is. I mean, I you, you play. Yes, Kentucky's coming to town. Big deal, Tennessee. Um, but we, you know, we've we've seen that before. So I, that's why I like the non-conference and getting a chance to see different teams and, and uh, players. So, so wow. I, I'm I'm trying to figure out why Purdue, who's ranked number one or two, one, two, or three. Uh, got it. Got most of people back. Why would they even want to come to Fayetteville and play? Uh, I mean, they play before big crowds. It's not like th- that was yeah. something new for them. And that's a, that's my hope is that they that that Coach Painter understands, and I think he does, just the impact it has. It's you know, I mean that's it's great entertainment, and obviously he doesn't want to you know put his guys in jeopardy. But I mean, it's a great experience. You learn a lot about your team. Going in that kind of environment, not having to, to take a loss, um, but it's a big it's a big storyline. It's a big story. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking about exhibition games. Remember yeah. back in the day we would play Marathon Oil, or uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And they were good. They were all you know twenty five year old. Basically, you know, they played in, in over in Europe or something like that. Right. Professional, yeah. older guys. Um, but I just think the impact you can feel it, and, and I'm hoping coaches. And again, I know they do, but I, I like that that they understand the impact that a game like that can have. Rick, well, I think Rick, they already know, started them remodeling uh, Bud Walton. No, no, no. If they, if they, whatever they're able to do, will not start until the end of next season. Okay. So no, uh, we did have a uh, inquiry from Jared on our Asher Wrecker service company live fan feedback what's the process for buying basketball tickets 
the process is hope somebody's not using theirs because it's sold out. <laughs> the arena's sold out. Uh, but uh, you can go on SeatGeek or StubHub and, and usually find tickets for games. I think the Duke tickets will be very tough to get. You're going to have to pay oh, I'm, I'm quite a bit for that. But for the most part, you can get tickets for the games. I guess the other thought, Pat, uh, you know, I think, okay, Arkansas went to Texas year before or last year, got smoked, and yeah. Musselman used that as motivation with his team. Now they have this game that's like an NCAA tournament game, is it too early to play a game like that? Do you get almost a do you, do you get a false sense of how good you might be when you have to play a game like that in October? Well, it's it's so I've you know heard coaches talk about how you know it's such a long season, so you gradually want to, um, from an emotional standpoint, from just you, you want to gradually bring them along to where everybody's peaking in March. Um, but I think it, I, I, I don't know. I'm sure last year, right, it wasn't televised, but I'm assuming the Texas environment was just through the roof. I mean, I can just imagine because didn't they open up their new arena? So yeah, I think right. it's, I mean, there is that sense of, um, early on, but I, I don't know. My freshman year, we started the season, um, I think it was the preseason NIT, and where Arizona came into town, and they were—I don't know—they were a top five team. Let's say I forget exactly what they were, and the environment was just through the roof. And it was sort of, to me personally, it was eye-opening. It was like, boom, okay, it's here. So in a sense, I think it, it, it could help the team because it wakes you up fast, and you you understand the level of intensity that you need to bring to each game. Um, you know, and then, you know, we play against Arizona and I, I actually, we lost that game, didn't end up going to, uh, but it was just an early season intense game like that. I think really helped. Well, Pat, if Arkansas plays this good in, in that game and they want to be good in March, obviously, don't you think at some point this season there, there's going to be a lull or a letdown because mm. it's just, it's tough to go six months without ever dipping at all in a season like this, don't you think? And it's okay. Yeah, it's, it is. It's okay. And, and it ha- I mean, we've seen, you know, I don't know, I forget, what, has it been February, really, where, maybe early February, where we, um, you know, was it last year we went through the, two, there's always that two-week stretch. I don't care what yeah. team you are, because it could be injuries piling up. It could be, just a couple of guys that you have depended on, um, you know, have a couple of bad games together. And, you know, it's just, it's something that you, very few teams, as we know, have gone undefeated or even, you know, don't suffer that two week letdown. Um, but that's when, you know, that's what I said. I said, no, I know Coach Burroughs used to always talk about November in the basketball. It's it's February because you know that you know legs are going to start getting heavy at the end of February. Minds are going to start getting heavy at the end of February. That's where these coaches make their money. That's that's, that's why they get paid, you know, a few million. Um, and that's the important time of the season because you got to keep that group fresh for, for the final, um, you know, for the final run in March. Okay, I know the music's about to play, so uh, if you've got a call or you want to ask Pat Bradley something, you got one more segment to do it, 501-661-1037. Pat's with us for one more segment. Ray Tucker and Rick Schaefer will be with you for one more segment. Your last chance to call in on Monday night on Drive Time Sports. Karen with Shamrock Roofing. Insurance deny you coverage on that roof? You won't be denied at Shamrock. Visit shamrockroofer.com for a chance to win a new roof absolutely free. Just visit shamrockroofer.com where one call does it all. 
With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America. And Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties national reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. The Tampa Bay Rays have put a pretty good product on the field recently, making the MLB playoffs nine times in the last 16 seasons. Just too bad there's no one there to see it. Hosting Game 1 against the Texas Rangers, there were only 19,704 fans in attendance for this playoff game. That's the lowest number of fans for a postseason game since 1919. Fan support in Tampa Bay is perennially lousy, raising the question of baseball even having a future there. It's fitting that the teams that are still left in the playoffs actually have fans who care and show up. Double B's cares about you, helping you when you're in a hurry, but still deserve a quality product at a fair price. You can even sign up for a rewards card to save even more money. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Your husband is pretty handy to have around. He makes the world's best mac and cheese. He's in the Tickle Monster Hall of Fame. <laughs> and he can teach anyone how to throw strikes. But a busted pipe and a basement full of water? Honey, I think we need a plumber. Is a little out of his league. That's where a homeowner's policy from Shelter Insurance comes in handy. We'll help get your house back in order and your husband back to what he does best. <laughs> See shelter agents Brian Cress or Caleb Green in North Little Rock or in Brinkley Sea Agent Hunter Cornelson. At MNB, our reputation speaks for itself. We won't just tell you that we're the best. We'll prove it with our products, services, and commitment to the communities we serve. Technology is constantly changing, and there are more options than ever right at your fingertips. We'll always offer you the latest in technology, and we'll serve it up with great customer service. So when you bank with us, you know you're covered. You keep moving forward. At MNB, we've got your back. Check us out at mnbbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Tune in each week for I Didn't See That Coming on The Zone. Every Tuesday, Justin and Wes discuss those stories that cause you to raise an eyebrow. It's I Didn't See That Coming, presented by Business World, a TDSIT company, moving technology forward. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports. Ray Tucker, Rick Schaefer, and Pat Bradley. And Pat, you knew there's no way you were going to get out of here tonight without talking about Alcoa Federal Credit Union. That's right. Thanks, Rick. Hunting season is here, as you all know. Alcoa Community FCU has the perfect loan to cover all your hunting adventures. So take advantage of it by going to the website, alcoacommunityfcu.org. You can apply securely online for one of those loans that will help you reach all your dreams, whether it's an expedition, a new travel trail, you name it. They'll get you taken care of at Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union, and they serve Celine Grant Garland and Perry County online at alcoholcommunityfcu.org. Speaking of, speaking of hunting, guys, Ralph Meeker, who is the Game and Fish uh, Deer Co- Program Coordinator, will be on Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors tonight. This programming change for our listeners out there. Eric Musselman's show starts tonight at 7 o'clock right here on 1037 The Buzz. Throughout the basketball season, Ray Tucker's Arkansas Outdoors will follow the Eric Musselman show at 8 to 9. Okay, very, very good. That's Ray Tucker tonight, a little bit later. Okay, so Pat, the NBA season's underway. That's pretty hard to believe, but uh, it's already starting. As you think about, uh, for those of us who've been through a lot of seasons, the uh, Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell era, and then you get to the uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson era, and there have been others, but Shaquille O'Neal, excuse me, not Shaquille O'Neal, oh my gosh, the greatest player ever to uh, Marcus Elliott. Why did I forget his name? Wilt Chamberlain? 
No, no, no. LeBron the James. current player for the Lakers. LeBron James. Uh, oh, LeBron yeah, James. LeBron James, yeah. But isn't that something? <laughs> my, I remember Wilt Chamberlain. can't remember LeBron James. LeBron James is, what, 39, I think. Steph Whew. Curry is 34 or 35. Uh, they are still just superstars in the NBA. Is there enough young talent, and I'm not talking about just good players, but I'm talking about superstar talent coming up in the NBA to replace those guys when they're gone. So, right now, I oh, I always hesitate to, because we're watching two of the great, wherever you want to rank LeBron and Steph Curry. Oh, they're in the top um, probably 10, 12 players ever. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I think, you know, prior to that, you'd have to go with, Michael Jordan, um, you know, I know there are a lot of people that would put Kobe Bryant in that discussion. Yeah, sure, I think he would. Um, but you know, I mean, to me, he would even be on the on the lower end. So you know, that's the Magic, Johnson, Larry Bird. Um, you know, then it jumps to Jordan. Yeah, and then to LeBron James. So if 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 there is one in the NBA right now. Um, a lot of people again think this seven foot four player who he's got a long way to go. He's a, he's he is unique in the fact that he already has the difficult part of it figured out. He can shoot, and that's always mo- most of the time that's you know outside I guess Steph Curry, but most of the of the greats um, you know are still developing, but they have the body and in the mind for it. Um, this kid's got the body, and he can shoot it. Is is you know as well as any of the rookies that are coming in at seven foot four. So um, you know it's it's tough to say. It's it's tough to say because at any it's just amazing to me that at any given night LeBron James could still be the best player on the floor. Yeah, and it in yeah. it, its twenty but twentieth season yeah. close to it. I mean, it's just, yeah. I was watching the other night, and it, it's. I don't know if we'll ever really see an athlete at six foot nine as strong and fast as he is. I can remember watching. I went to an exhibition game his rookie year. They played. They played against the Celtics, and the speed that he had was just—it was uncommon. It was just—it blew blew my mind. And and then you add in he's six foot. Oh, he's six nine. <laughs> oh wait, how strong is he? So, just from a just from a, a a body standpoint, you know he he. That's why it's like you could talk about routine. You could talk about um, you know nutrition. I mean that man is just blessed. He's just blessed from a, yeah. oh, from a yeah. genetic standpoint. Yeah. Uh, and now he gets every you know every bit out of it too. So that and I think that's the important thing. Because um, how many times do we see, you know, somebody we consider a great athlete that, you know, doesn't get as much out of it? So that's, it, to me, that's, it's still one of the most amazing things for you him to be able to, to dominate. You know what the latest is on his son who's at USC who had the health problem? Is he okay to play? Well, from what I read is, you know, just I think it might have been a statement from the family that they hope that he does get back. I mean, that's a, that's just a horrific situation, but I think they're hoping that he may get back and play again this year. Um, which is, I, I was watching the Kentucky exhibition game the other the other night, and Kentucky has a point guard, DJ Wagner, and he's expected to be a one and done guy. He's six four point guard, and he would be the first third generation NBA player ever. Really, which is. Uh, his father, Dewan and his grandfather, Milt Wagner. Wow, how about that? And, and so when you start thinking about LeBron James, and that's the reason I thought of it was, you know, I mean, can you imagine if he plays with his son in the NBA? <laughs> it's just be, I mean, I know it's happened in baseball and hockey, um, but we'd never see, see that in basketball until if, if those you know, they're able to do it. It's rare, even in baseball. Obviously, Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. played in the same outfield 
briefly, but not very long, because you think about it, whether it's LeBron or anybody else, the dad has got to be at least 38 or 39 years old, more likely 40. And so he's mm. the, whoever the dad is still has to have enough ability to play, uh, no matter how young the son is. I think Ken Griffey Jr. was a rookie when he was 19 years old. So, uh, but his dad was probably 40 when they played together, and so um, it's just it's just hard to see that happening. Doesn't happen much. No, it doesn't. And I mean, is it the holes in hockey? I mean, it's, yes. I think that well, Gordy Howe one. played till he was 48. 48. <laughs> yeah. Can you believe that? Actually, how, do you, how do you play hockey when you're 40? That's a tough game. How do you do that? Well, I've seen pictures of him, you know, in the locker room and without a shirt on. It he just, again, just looks like that genetic freak that is, you know, when other bodies are breaking down, his is just like a rock. <laughs> just, yeah, you get, you, you know, you gotta, you gotta have some of those blessings as well. Shoot, back back then they put them together with super glue. Yeah, they did. And back then, they knocked your teeth out. Gordy Howe, I don't know how many teeth he had left at the end, but they were really his. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you'd see pictures of these hockey guys, and they'd smile, and you'd say, wow, not much left. Pat, Pat as you... It was, a, it was a, go ahead, Pat. a badge of honor, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Pat, as you evaluate the SEC top to bottom in basketball, what do you see? Well, Tennessee, Arkansas, um, Texas A&M, Seem like they're primed to to compete for the league. Uh, Mississippi State's going to be really, really good. Uh, probably a team not talked about as much as they should be. Um, you have Alabama, who's got maybe the best transfer in college basketball. A kid Grant Nelson, who played, you know, we played against them last year. Um, so they're they're going to be they're dangerous because they got couple not only him but they got two really good guys so that's a dangerous team um i overall when you look at the league the coaches in the league i mean you know, with chris beard at old miss um and kermit davis did a great job it's almost like he was almost cursing away with some of the injuries that they had he just couldn't get it rolling but Overall, I look at the at the league, and everybody has improved. You know, we talk about how Coach Moss went out and knew he needed shooting, so he got some transfers. Well, LSU, Florida, teams like that identified what we were missing. Even Mississippi State, they won a very good three-point shooting team last year. So every team got better this year in the SEC. It's going to be tough. Okay. Well, it's always tough to go a whole week before we get to talk to you again, Pat. So thank you for a wonderful show. Thank you, Ray. Thank you to all our listeners, all our callers tonight. We hope you'll join us again tomorrow night for Drive Time Sports. The best seats of the game don't always require tickets. Sometimes all you need is a pair of earphones. And 1037 The Buzz, KABZ Little Rock. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months. And River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof L4 